Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's FTF Podcast with me, Drew, and my friend, Ed Zitron. Ed, how are you? I'm doing good. I am... In the last week, I got to experience being incredibly sick for the first time in a while. That was great. That's why we actually did not come back for a while, because I nearly died. I went to CES. I I went back to England. I went to CES from there, and then I came back with the plague. Really? What what was wrong? It was great. What was wrong? Uh, Posting disease. No, (laughs) I was... I had like a terrible throat thing. Like my throat was just like every time I breathed or swallowed, yeah. it sucked. So it was just really bad, just fucking suffering, just suffering for like days and days and days. And all I had was honestly the just to go on online. And then I realized when my brain was like frying with a fever, like how much better Twitter is when you're suffering like an 102 fever, just... Really? Completely everything makes no sense. Yeah, it's just, you you just feel like everything feels really distant. You just feel like shit. I I think... Maybe I just was like (laughs) completely unable to consider anything. I I think uh, I when I look at Twitter, I feel very distant from it. And I also feel like shit. Yeah. (laughs) Well, one thing that pisses me off at the moment, I'm just going to kick off the new season. Not really a season. Yeah, season two. This is season two. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm pissed off. Why is everyone like, you know what? It was cute for a while and people are like, duh, this is the bad website. It's a bad website, tired of the bad website. But now it's got to a point where like I keep seeing new people doing it, and at that point it's like if you're really not enjoying it that much, just log, just fucking stop using it. You don't need to use it. Like I, I enjoy a lot of Twitter because I'm a weirdo, but just stop using it if you don't like it. I think we've reached that point in our respective societal, I don't know words, but like in the epoch of Twitter, yeah, that's a good word. We have reached that point where it's like, why are you still fucking on here if you don't like it? You don't need to know. And I've watched a few friends become Trump posting people. Like they've, I, it's really depressing actually. I've watched this person I, I quite admire become like a Trump poster. So she, she has her Twitter account. She posts about Trump on that. Then she will screenshot her tweets and post them on Instagram. Oh wow. And be and like talk about the same thing on there, and it's like, I'm sorry, you're a white woman. You're probably like, like, on the on the, in the taxonomy of like how bad this is going to be for you, it's really bad, I guess. But compared to like any any minority, let alone minority woman, it just feels like, and it's always about like, oh, Michael Cohen did this. Da, da, da. It doesn't seem to be about any real issues, touching real things. Anyway, I have changed in no way, shape, or form since last episode. So yeah, no, I uh, just small (laughs) arguments about small things. (laughs) I uh, I haven't changed very much either since the last time our our fourteen listeners uh, heard from us. Actually, over break, uh, talked with somebody that I knew I've known for a while. Came in from out of town. Uh, said he listened to the podcast, so we're officially up to fourteen people. So I'm I'm very Hell proud yeah. of that. Um, 
Yeah, I, we're on episode fourteen, I believe. Yeah, so that's episode like 14. that's a good that's like a straight line, right? That's like a forty-five degree angle yeah. if you plot the number of episodes versus the number of listeners. Yeah, that's perfect. And it's kind of like a conspiracy thing, like QAnon. Like, oh, it totally is. You know, 14 episode, 14 listeners, 14th president we're on. Uh, America was the 14th country ever made. <laughs> yeah, it all, it all matches up. Just, yeah. <laughs> just, just no idea. No idea about any history. You just know, I... Uh... Just, I I uh I I like the idea of the whole QAnon thing, but uh I I kind of get uh I kind of get sad. And I I like the idea of people like massively Trump posting. Like I get it. Like you're mad about it and it's like this ever present yeah. thing and it sucks and especially like after 8 years of Obama and Obama was like it superficially like mostly good. So like, you know, uh, I yeah, like, I get the I get the frustration, but uh, my personal tack on Trump is um, if all of this, uh, if all of the legal stuff and whatever else, you know, like the long list of people, like past the top five people, I can't keep track of who is who, like all these guys, and especially the Russians. Uh, you know, uh, you don't know who they are before they get arrested as well. That seems to right. be a really consistent theme for me. Like right. it's just some guy who like ran racismwonk.org. <laughs> some some like ninety-five-year-old guy who technically invented racism. Like, I don't know. <laughs> They're all these fucking guys. I don't fucking know. And what? I read like the explainers and I'm like, this dude, who the fuck who the fuck's this guy? Well, I but think no, you were making a point, sorry. No, no, it's fine. And uh you know, I I feel like a lot of the time the uh, the Trump posting or the politics posting, and I think everybody Ed in our circles is uh, uh, it is anti-Trump certainly. But uh, yeah. one of the one of the things that I feel like is, um, you know, folks are maybe uh, spoon feeding each other stuff from Wikipedia. Yes, and I feel like oh, absolutely. Uh, I feel like, uh, you know, everybody who's ever, you know, hashtag resistance uh, uh, is just looking stuff up on Wikipedia or they're going and they're Googling, you know, some Russian guy's name and they're like, oh, yeah, Sergi, like, uh, you know, Sergi, he, right? You know, everybody well, knows Sergi. from the Krasensteins, though, it's not just like the Krasensteins because they're really funny. Like, there's something very funny about these, like, four foot eight ripped guys who just walk around with their shirts off it's something there's something very much very <laughs> 80s about it yeah like hey we're here to stamp out bad politics boom and if they if it was still the 80s there wouldn't be the end it would just be like commercials for their gym <laughs> yeah come come put on some real resistance and it would just be like a rack but not iraq though <laughs> oh man anyways but it isn't them that's fascinating me right now. It's it, read any Trump post and read like the guys that all they do is respond to Trump. That's all oh, they yeah. do. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I read and I read and I always I like to play. What's the grift? What's the grift dot com. 
And I will go, the one I can't work out right now is, well, there are a few that I can't work out. One of them is this one that's like Brooklyn Dad. I can't really work him out at all. But he seems to at least have a job I can trace him to. and be, I, I should be clear, I'm not like doxing this guy. Yeah. This yeah. is just like, I was trying to see if he like worked on a super pack or something. And there's this guy like Ryan Hill who just posts constantly, like constantly, constantly, constantly about Trump with no apparent gain. And on one hand, it's insanely annoying. On the other hand, it's there's something incredibly pure about it. They've just experienced such powerful like brain disease that they have to just keep fucking posting just all day. And I have to wonder if there aren't a few of them, just a few, who genuinely think they're making a difference, which is actually deep, way more depressing than the grifter. Like people who have just like quit their jobs to post all day thinking. Oh man. You think, do you think, so how many, uh, so obviously everybody hates Trump, the hashtag resistance, the, the hashtag blue wave is like this whole thing. It's not really that big, but you know, we see a lot of it, et cetera. Yeah. How many people, Ed, uh, across just America, do you think have quit their jobs just to tweet about Trump or just to post about Trump? Probably okay, do like, they have a grift to make money? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I assume so some of, if some it's of ones them do. that did so, I would say there's probably like a hundred. I don't think this is like a huge thing. But my yeah. my favorite is Christopher Zulo. I found him a few weeks ago, and I don't fucking care saying his name. I I've He's never so I've never heard of it. I've never heard of him. I like hell diving. I like looking in the toilet after doing a poo. Like this is my version of that online. And it's Christopher Zulo. He's a real fucking. He's a sociopath. He's he has like eighteen different like or like ebooks. Like download okay. your ten step guide to peacefully resist bitly slash resist guide, and that's also really horrible JPEG compression. Oh wow! And, yeah. Which is always a good sign. But he runs like a web solutions company, and he's just posting constantly, constantly retweeting old tweets, tweeting at Trump. He follows like 127, no, he follows 139,000 and has 127,000, which is oh. the psychos ratio. Oh, like yeah. the true psychos. The ones yeah. who follow like just more people than they are followed by. That's one thing. But it's when it's like over 10,000. Oh, yeah. Once I you follow get- 2,000 people and it's just on. All the time. How do you? How? Okay, so uh, uh, I think I follow around two hundred people. I mean, it comes, it comes and goes, but probably about two hundred people. And I'd say half of those like never post, and uh, yeah, it's still like I feel like I have to catch up in the morning, and it's not like psychotic, but I want to scroll back and I want to see what people said, who I followed, and all this, and. You know, when you add in retweets and all this, it like it goes throughout the day whenever, you know, every couple hours, if I want to go check in, it's uh, it's updated. There's a whole bunch of new shit. What do you what do you do with 2000 people in there? Does that make you crazy? I mean, I follow like 2000 people and I'd say of them like 1500 post. 
but they treat it kind of, yeah, 2,352 people. So I would say it's kind of like Sports Center. I can okay. look at Sports Center when I'm bored, and there'll always be a sport of some kind or a conversation about sports. If right. I want to know an important sport, like an actual score from a sport, I will go look at the scores section. Like, it is a feed where I just watch shit happen. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And I will just eat, uh, consume that. And then when I go away, I know something else will happen. Now, I used to be like, oh, that would be quite, that would be quite isolating for me. Because I'd be like, oh, I'm going to miss something. Now I'm like, ah, who cares? It'll be good. It'll be fine. It'll be good. I'll pick it up later. (laughs) I'm sure whatever the fuck I'm looking for will still be there. Or isn't that important? Right, and and Ed, I think you and I both have the advantage of having uh, of having been cued into the internet for uh, you know twenty or thirty years, however long it's been. Yeah, and um, just knowing that there is always going to be more stuff out there, and having it be you know this sort of this sort of uh, ongoing feed, and in knowing you know we've had enough time, we've had enough experience to know uh, that if it goes without us being there, if something happens and, you know, we're four, six, 12 hours later, it's not really a big deal. You know, nobody necessarily needs our, our input. Nobody necessarily needs us to see it. Um, and I think that, uh, especially these folks who are, uh, Trump tweeters or, or something along those lines where they reply a ton and they're really yeah. big on engagement, I think uh, maybe the whole the whole system is kind of hijacked their uh, yeah their ability to do anything. Do you think? Yeah, I think it's kind of I think it's kind of the inverse of what you and I experience. Where it's like, oh, we dip in, and it's like, oh, it's quite nice. And sometimes we're quite obsessive, and we're like, hey, hey, let me look at it. And then, but for the most part, we can dip in, enjoy, and then leave. I think the I, it probably is on stages. So there are probably the very, very unlikely these people really exist, but I'm sure there's one person who genuinely thinks in their heart of hearts, I need to post because someone needs to say something about Trump. If I don't, who will? And if I don't, not enough people are, and so on and so forth. I then think there are the ones who do it for a somewhat noble reason, but ultimately they want to be they want to be popular. They want people sure. to like them. Sure, they yeah. want people to know who they are. It's some form, but they can cover it up by saying, "Oh, it's it's resisting." Then there are the people who, like Christopher Zulo, who post constantly, but their real goal is they want people to. I, I assume one of these these books these ebooks cost money or he wants to fucking rep his web design firm and like he definitely would say though i'm doing something for society what he's doing is doing it oh, for yeah. popularity yeah. Then yeah. there are the ones who sell like brain pills to right wing guys, and I respect them more than Christopher Zulo 
because at least they're honest. <laughs> at least, well, honest-ish. They're like, I want to sell you fucking brain pills so your brain do good. Like, okay, respect is also a very, very wavy term here. I don't respect them as human beings. If I saw them get hit by a car, I wouldn't flinch. If I saw Christopher Zula get hit by a car, I'd probably be like, oh, no. Ah, Chris, move. Or something. <laughs> I don't think I'd feel the same if I saw Ben Shapiro get hit by a car. I'd be like, huh, shit. Should have videoed that. Or I'm, like, uh, walk up to the guy, be like, so you, just be like, hey, is your bumper okay? So, bumper, uh, okay. you want some help so, with the bumper? <laughs> oh, oh, you hit Ben Shapiro, by the way. Oof. I'm gonna. Know, he's very uh, small, though, so it only went on like the bottom of your bumper. Oh my god, I'm. Uh, <sighs> uh, so I'm. Uh, by the way, I'm. Uh, I'm five foot eight, and I saw this today. I saw this uh, from a cartoonist. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, uh, Give attribution for this. I saw a cartoonist. It was Kate Leth. She's a cartoonist. She posted and she said, I'm five foot eight, but I prefer to think of myself as four foot 20. And that's fucking, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> that is so hilarious to me. That's so fuck. That is fucking great. It's per well, first that of all, so, so, so that's so good on so many, because that actually is true, right? It's like, that's yeah, how yeah, works. yeah. Yeah, so and do I'm not I'm, assume I will know that by default. No, I'm I'm uh five foot eight inches tall, so I was I uh, right. uh, I was uh I probably like that disproportionately well. So shouts out to uh to Kate Leth. Uh I I'm uh, five nine. You're five yeah, tall guy checking in. <laughs> well no no no, but for the reason I know that is for years I thought I was yeah. five eight. Which is what I thought was a regular height, like a like a good height. And then I went to the doctors and they went, oh, okay, I'm five nine. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You sure, mate? Like correcting oh, the doctor that's... who just measured it. With... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, I've I've had this assumption my entire No, I seriously was like, it I've assumed he's like, No, you're definitely five nine. I'm like, oh cool. Wow. He's like and no, he's like anything else. Just like kind of like uh, any other just things you've assumed. Like, <laughs> do you think? You, do, you, so do you think you're black? By the way, because you're not. You're like you're not black. You wanna? Yeah, just you wanna like, double check your cholesterol levels, boy. Yeah. You, you wanna check if that's you have a, blood? No. So that's a. Uh, uh, this is crazy. So uh, first off, so so I always go to the urgent care, which is like a fake doctor for those who are not in the United States or for those. It's who a have super adequate. expensive doctor you wait forever for, but it's always open. Yeah, it's all it's always open, and you just go to it if you get something, and they just give you antibiotics, and it's like fine. Yeah. Uh, but so I, I went to the urgent care. Actually, this this was like a year or two ago. I had strep throat. Right. Uh, went to the urgent care um, and I went in and the nurse is like, take your shoes off. So I'm like, fine, because it's your it's your place. It's your office. I took my shoes off and uh, puts me up against the, the wall with a little height measurement on it and pushes the little plastic thing down and pushes it down super hard against my head, which like I, uh, you know, I am, uh, uh, 
you know, I'm not uptight. It it's fine. You know, it hurt momentarily. I'm fine. I don't have uh, I don't have psychic scars from it. But she pushed it down really super hard. She was compressing my head for sure. That's all I'm gonna Which say. Which feels horrible. And then yeah, yeah. And and uh uh, you know, I don't have the best skin in the world. My skin is always inflamed. Uh. Uh, my scalp is always inflamed, just like for inside and out, just like everything is is fucking going wrong. I'm almost 40. The, you know, this is what happens. But uh, so I go and the doctor's like, hey, you have strep throat, blah, blah. Take this, do this thing. Uh, get my discharge papers, right? And I look at my discharge right. papers later. And you know what they put as my height? They put five foot, 7.9 inches. Like I got fucking <sighs> squished. <laughs> I got fucking squished by the nurse and my height got reported as under five foot eight because I got squished. It was like Not worse squished, than this. Te- you got done on a technicality. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, I don't. Height uh, fraud. Uh, I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh I don't go around town telling people I'm six feet tall. You know it is what it is. Uh I break uh, it. I'd love that if that's what six foot tall people did though. Hey, check <laughs> me out. Just like stopping motherfuckers <laughs> in the street. Hey man. So um so I was in Vegas though for the consumer electronics show. And right, right. I I this I got to see a kind of microcosm version of complaints about being at Twitter at CES because everyone bit it wasn't even bitching because bitching I'll actually accept it's a tiring show it was the amount of articles is like CES so bad can't believe I spent three four five seven days at it it's like don't fucking go it's my, the yeah. first time I've been yeah. like genuinely angry at the media in a while because it's I have no skin in the game other than I like to see the media when I'm there. It's great. But it's the amount of articles I saw where it was like, hey, it sucks. It's bad. Can't believe we went to this. It's none of the very few of them were finding truly original shit. And it's wild to me that they're bitching about it like they did. Because there are no gems at CES. There are a few kind of good things. But for the most part, if you're going to CES, you are just covering what everyone else is covering so that you can all say you covered it. Like smart, that's it. you know, Bluetooth bathtubs, smart right? Toilet, that- and they they all fell for it with the smart toilet, by the way. Oh, I tried really? to tell a few people this, and only after getting them sufficiently drunk did they fully realize I was correct. So, my theory is that company... I think it was Kenmore, it was Kohler, I can't remember. So there is this smart toilet that has Alexa in it and all this other shit, and you can say, Alexa, play ZZ Top, crapping in a bathroom. <laughs> and that will play while you're shitting. And it's, yeah. everyone was like, oh God, oh, this is so stupid, as they all covered it at once. Right. I said to a few people, you realize how much this realistically cost them to do, right? Uh, I don't know. They were going to make a new toilet every anyway. They always do. They put out the new toilet every year, which is also just another conversation. It's like a new toilet industry. 
I want that newsletter. I want to know what changes. Anyways, but they toilet put out a new monthly. toilet every year. Toilet monthly. Toilet yeah. weekly. Toilet <laughs> newsletter. <laughs> toilet meme. And so, and I said, listen, it probably cost them, all right, R&D cost, call it half a million dollars. At most. At most. If they couldn't just fucking work it out without significant R&D. Okay, then they get it in there. So I'll probably ballpark the value of putting Alexa in the toilet about a million dollars. This was an insanely successful marketing and PR campaign that everyone covered. Literally everyone covered it. Yeah, Alexa toilets are fucking scam. If it happens, cool, but I would imagine they never either never release it or they release it very in a limited fashion, or it's very cheap so, to put in. It was a marketing expense. You all got tricked. You've been had. You, you got so, tricked into so, talking about the toilet. So you have Ed. So you have Alexa. You have an Alexa lamp poster like or dot or Alexas. whatever in your hand. What? I you got have like how so many? So many Alexas. I got. I, Okay. I got like three Alexas. I got a HomePod. I got Google Voice. Okay, so you have so you have Alexa. So tell me, if you have Alexa on your toilet, what does it do for the toilet's like mode of use? What what is the use of the Alexa on the toilet? I'm, I, I'm just trying the, to think about it. I'm guessing that it has like because it didn't seem to move. It wasn't like it moved to like match your butt. So I'm guessing it's like <laughs> yeah. a bidet where you have pressure and someone's sensors and you have like a heat and setting so, on your toilet. So you say, Alexa, spray my ass. That's what I couldn't work out. And the rep did not want to talk to me. Oh. Probably because my badge <laughs> said the ultimate yeah. bastard on it. And I was very clearly <laughs> tweeting like everything I was looking at and laughing to myself. I was like, you, you, like you, I think everyone was looking like anyone who looked at my badge was like, oh, fucking hell. Oh, God damn it. Well, at this point, Ed, how so you've been going to CES for like five, six yeah, years now, fifth, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so at this point, everybody knows who Ed Zitron is if they're exhibiting at CES and they're like, oh, oh no, fuck. no, not quite. I'm not that famous yet, which is way funnier because the moment anyone looks me up, it's like, oh, fuck. Ah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. So, no, I have. What, uh, what am even, I doing here? <laughs> Ed, even before I, I even had any idea who you were, I. I saw you writing or posting or something about CES about all the garbage at CES. So I'm I'm surprised to hear that. Although I'm not, I guess I'm not surprised to hear that like corporate marketing people don't necessarily, you know, know who you are or whatever. But uh, well, I mean, I get it. If you're the person at the booth, you're probably not the guy. But also, when I asked, I was like, hey, so can I tell Alexa to do stuff with the toilet? And they just walked away. Because I think they realized just by my tone and the phrasing of the question <laughs> that I was mostly just looking, look, I was not a serious toilet reporter. I wasn't with the, the New <laughs> yeah. York Times' toilet section, the Wall Street Journal, like Dow Jones toilet wire. Like, ah, oh, yeah. not this guy again. Get out of the way. Toilets. The economist toilets toilet with a twist, reporter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and it was it was fun though it was it was fun 
And we had this big suite and we had like a taco bar. It was so good. We had a taco bar for a guy that I just found on Yelp. It was like the first good thing I found on Yelp in my life. Mostly it's just like three star reviews of everything and there are a few where you're like, oh yeah, you yeah, they were talking like the urban market or something like that. And there's always like a slightly racist review. Yeah. Yeah, the internet fucking sucks. But this taco bar was great. And also it was really nice to see everyone actually fed. Got to actually eat properly. But I will now get to the most Ed Zitron FTF dystopia thing I did. So I was starting to get sick, but I also was hungover. So I had this feeling like back for a while. I was like, I've always wanted to try an IV. So that yeah. is an intravenous fluids and you can get an app where it's like, oh yeah, I will. I, and you can be like, I am here. I need this IV. Yes, ASAP. And then they like text you and like, yeah, we're on you on the way. And then just the nurse t- turns up and just puts an IV in and you feel amazing. Wow, really? So we talked about this a few episodes ago because Ed, uh, both of us were sick. I think I had a cold or something yeah. like that. I think you had something going on. We talked about how uh, uh, how people can get IVs and they'll go and they'll get IVs for two or three days and it like rejuvenates them. So what did it what did it do? So it felt so it made you feel a lot better, like immediately. Well, so I should be clear. Then a few days later, I went and got another IV in a different place and it didn't help at all. But that turned out to just be because I was getting sick. So I was still at the point when the disease was just fucking me up. So actually hydrating wasn't helping. Hydrating did nothing against like a severe respiratory thing. However, against not sleeping, not really eating properly and being hungover, it was amazing. And it it was like um, saline fluids and he put like a, a B complex in there, like a bunch of... And it like looked like they were putting pee in my body, which was very funny. And <laughs> but for a for like drinking and a hangover, it was insanely good. It was so good. How uh, it was like it? If I can add, how much did it cost? Okay, so there is like the basic IV, which I think was like one hundred and fifty. I think I took one that was like two hundred okay. bucks, and it was that's not even it that's. Was, yeah. See, I thought it. it I thought dangerous. it was going to be four. I thought I was going to be. I thought it was going to be four figures. Oh God, no! I no, thought no. it was going to be a lot be. more so expensive. Back when that's it, surprising. Back when it was in like the nineties and early two thousands, I think that's how much it cost. Then they realized it was actually a really easy way to. They had, especially in Vegas, fairly steady stream of nurses who needed extra work and this was a premium service so i literally treated all my boys bar one to an iv we all sat around like having an <laughs> iv together it's like a little social experience and the thing is what was great was this guy an actual priest was there not the regular priest we have we usually have a monk no another one we just happened yeah. to knew we're men of the cloth i guess and <laughs> So you had so this friend was there just like <laughs> laughing. 
He's a lovely guy. And he actually said, like a friend of his, when his kids would get sick, he'd actually give them an IV because he was like, it's fluids. It always helps a little. I'm like, yeah, well, shit. And I was, I'm the guy who always used to make fun of this. So, yeah. But I felt amazing. And we were just sat around all having IVs, just like chatting away. It was so nice. They were so nice. I'm just like such a piece of shit. I feel like a piece of shit for doing it, but it was super good for a hangover. I don't think it would have helped if I was getting sick. Yeah. Yeah. I think had I, had I like done it, well, when I did the IV a few days later, I also don't think that place was as good, but nevertheless, I don't think it would have helped when I it didn't help when I was in like the full fucking throes of my sickness, just because if hydration is not going to help a lot, then this is not useful. However, I needed hydration and oh my God, did it help? All right. I'm now looking it up, by the way. The thing I got was the clean slate. So it was 1,000 milliliters saline, anti-nausea medication, anti-inflammatory painkiller medication, anti-heartburn medication. You can, if oh, you're wow. this kind of guy, pay extra for a Myers cocktail, which is like a multivitamin thing. No, that's a... Oh, that yeah. I, if you're getting yeah, injected, just, why wouldn't you get the vitamins, right? I mean, I didn't... I needed I mean, electrolytes, it, and I felt amazing. I... Yeah, I think... Uh, the last time I got voluntarily injected, I, I was giving blood. Uh, and uh, I, I, you know, I overthink everything, of course. And um, every time I go in to give blood, I'm like, uh, you know, I need uh, I need to read up on it because it like I start thinking about it too much. And uh, so they're always like, yeah, you know, hydrate, do all this. And so I'll like chug water and they're like don't eat fatty food and i'm i'll just eat like i love that shit chicken breast or not true or egg whites or or whatever yeah yeah no and it's um and of course i i go in and uh you know i'm super hydrated and they're like okay and they give you all the warnings and everything else and then they they uh slide the thing in your arm and they start taking your blood and they're like you know flex your hand and the lady comes over she's like you need to stop flexing your hand like you're fucking bleeding out and i was like yeah oh, cool. i chugged <laughs> i chugged a gallon of water yeah <laughs> i i ate like as healthy as i could like i'm sitting over here fucking eating uh uh Holy lettuce! <laughs> just the lettuce, just biting into a lettuce like an like an apple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. So, uh, oh. <laughs> uh, I just remembered so when I was actually, having the IV, I just sat around going, mm, rubbing my thumb. <laughs> just because <laughs> it was very funny to do that. <laughs> I just, I don't know why I do fucking anything, and my brain just like, gives me ideas, but also. Yeah, this is absolutely, it's another, like, it is wonderful for me, but also quite dystopian. Yeah. Because yeah. it very much is like a classist thing. It's like, yeah, just rich people like, don't get hangovers now, pretty much. Like, you can just get rid of one. Like, Trevor and I were quite, we were quite ropey. We were fucked. Yeah. Like, we were not in a good place. And then we were great afterwards. I went and had a fucking full meal. 
kept drinking. It was, br- but that were, there was something in my head where I was like, this is actually deeply depressing on some level that there is like just an opt out thing. And I mean, this technology has existed for a while, but you just go on an app. You're like here I am. Bring me my IV. Makes me wonder like what well, other uh- shit there is that you can just get. Like that, just like that, like the current ultra rich have. It's gonna be blood. Well, you know, so so you know, we talked about urgent care. Basically, my my urgent care. Oh is yeah, that's one. Like, uh, uh, taco doctor, and, and you know, I made this up, but it's essentially taco doc, right? It's basically you go, and it's a guy, and he's like. Just a regular guy, but he's like wearing a sombrero and the whole thing is like taco themed. And he's like, take wait, this amoxicillin, wait. drink glass of water. I would um, go to the taco doctor. And then when you leave, yeah, then when you leave, he says, take it cheesy, right? So it's like, it's not. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so it's like not it's like real because he has a medical degree but it's like also not real because it's so so uh, the last time i went to taco doc they had a dog there but the dog was just like fucking chilling the dog it was not a service dog it was just a dog it was like a golden right like one of those dogs that's just like big time american dog he's just like fucking chilling yeah he's just chilling there and i go in the doctor's like meh and and what I had wrong what with you, me. What do you think, Fido? <laughs> Dog sniffs you. I didn't. Oh no! I didn't. I didn't. I didn't ask what the dog's name was because I thought, fuck. Because I was like, you know, I don't want to draw attention you were to the at dog. The doctor. Yeah, like, the I doctor. Doctor. <laughs> Don't but uh, uh, yeah, so I was I was at Taco Doc, and it was because I had been shitting for like five days, and it was just like, did he go like you know, aye, aye, uh, and like it's, it's classic? <laughs> but it was uh, uh, so the guy was like extremely. So when you go to one of these shitty doctors, it's like first of all, it's in a building that used to be a bank. Yeah. Always, and, and that's the thing with the next to like cares. a Chinese it's like restaurant super, for some reason. Yeah, it is. It is. It was next to Burger King. It was next to a Chinese restaurant. It was next. It was actually next to the blood donating place, and it was actually across the street. Now listen to this. It was across the street from a strip club, and not just any strip club. Ed, it was the strip club where Stormy Daniels got arrested by the Columbus Police Department. And this turned out to be an illegal arrest. They didn't really, you know, they had planned it out in the head and blah, blah, blah. And they had done this because they were Republicans and all this. But uh, so strip club, you know, taco doctor uh, went in there and he gave me this medicine. And so the medicine, uh, the medicine I got was uh, in an anti-diarrheal medicine so it stops you up, but okay. it was mixed with it was mixed with atropine. What's that? Atropine is uh, poisonous. It will kill you. Cool. And what they did is they mixed because the the diarrheal medicine 
was an opioid. It was some kind of opiate derivative or whatever. Right. I, and you know, I, I have no interest. I don't take that kind of shit, whatever it is, what it is. Um, but, but you they, also needed they, to stop shitting. Right. Right. Because I was super fucking dehydrated. Right. Yeah, Cause he was shitting, just shitting water here, for like most, most of a week. Yeah. Jesus. And, uh, they gave me this stuff and it's, and it was full of atropine, which is like, uh, this is like the kind of shit that Socrates would take or Plato or whoever killed himself. That was yeah, old in Socrates Greek. Socrates was the hemlock you, guy. Socrates. Yeah. I think atropine, you know, belladonna it's in the yeah. nightshade family. It's like the kind of thing where if you eat the eyes out of potatoes or you eat uh, <laughs> Wait, too much what? eggplant or whatever, you'll, you'll, you'll get this. And they added poison to the anti-diarrheal cause they were like, don't, they wanted to make sure I didn't take too much of the anti-diarrheal. They actually added and poison accidentally. specifically so that you wouldn't abuse it. Yeah, they wanted the to make sure reason. that I... Th yes, yes. They wanted to make sure that if Jesus I tried to abuse my anti-diarrheal medicine to be happy, that I would die instead of be happy. <laughs> that I would, I would, I guess I would get like whatever happens when you take atropine. You know, you throw up. Did the up, guy you tell you this or just or whatever? Was the guy no, like, oh, they yeah, just yeah. prescribed it? And I, and I looked poison, it up. So and you I, don't take too much. You're not shitting medicine. Hope you don't need to not right. shit that no, much. No, and I, I didn't. Right. And, I would and, absolutely, uh, if uh, I knew I anything up, about anything, I would have asked. I'd have been like, dude, I'm not going to get high. I can't shit right now. This is this is not about that. Yeah, <laughs> just, just arguing with the guy. <laughs> no, that's the uh, uh, that's the state of healthcare. That's the state of healthcare. Is uh, some people, uh, and you know, I'm I'm saying this because you know I might uh, uh, at a hundred bucks. You know, I might if I had an exceptionally bad hangover and I had like money left over. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like I had just like throw away money. Well, what do you call it when you have extra money? I don't know. Uh, excess capital. Excess capital, right? Funny Probably money. not what anyone right? else calls it, but. Uh, spending money, you know, uh, recreational spending. Recreational I, I might, if I had a particularly bad hangover, I this might get This is also like a gift so to my guys. I should also be clear, I would absolutely do this myself normally. Like, I'm a piece of shit. Like, I guess I work hard, <laughs> but I know, like, the devil will roast me in hell forever. Like, it's, it's not going to be great when I go to hell. Like, when Judgment Day is here, <laughs> yeah, your, your buddy Ed's just, oof, do not be there. So... So I had uh Ed the last the last hangover I had I this is like the most uh normie cliche thing. Uh the last really bad hangover I had was on New Year's Day of 2019. That makes sense. Felt fucking felt fucking awful. Of course and and of course most people uh, a lot of people in our circle or our demographic or whatever might have been hung over them. You know, I drank a lot of beer. I think most, Whatever. like, a uh, lot of people, just full stop. Yeah, yeah. I feel like our circle, sure. we'd have a few people who were like, huh, you got drunk on New Year's Day. Pfft. Just like there's like a fucking, like, 
Like it's not cool to get drunk on New Year's Eve anymore. Oh, oh yeah. Of, of oh yeah. Reasons yeah. Hol- like, holier than thou, or yeah. uh, more ironic than thou, maybe. I but, can only uh, get drunk no, I got, on uh, uh, New Year's Day. Like they don't get drunk on New Year's Eve. Yeah. No, but it wasn't. Uh, it, okay. So you, you know, it sorry, wasn't. I got, in the, it wasn't that. In the way. No, you know, I I didn't get totally torn up. It was just like a, a quantity thing. It was like over yeah. eight or nine hours. No, you know, that's the ha- same thing that happened at CES. It, because you're like, we were yeah, drinking yeah. in the suite all day. It wasn't like we were going crazy. It's just you're drinking all day. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, uh, you know, stretched out over time. I, I was totally normal, totally fine. Anyway. Uh, so, so I actually, uh, I went to a friend's house on New Year's Eve, first time in a while. Uh, yeah. and I'm sure you know this, if you have a kid, um, you know, when you have a little baby, you can still like, you can basically take your baby anywhere. And it's just like, yeah, yeah I have to bring the bag full of the baby stuff, you know, until they're one, two, three, whatever. And then it starts to be like, well, you can't have like a person because, once your baby becomes a person, you can't really have a baby person and adult person things. So like, it's this whole thing anyways, but, uh, uh, went to a friend's house, had a great time, really fun. Uh, lots of kids there. Uh, totally cool. Um, and, uh, I gotta tell you going back to the Alexa thing, uh, when my, my daughter was there, she's 10 now. Uh, we don't have an Alexa at home, but my buddy whose house we went to has an Alexa and we were over there and she heard people like talking to Alexa and telling Alexa to play songs. Right. And she was in between every single song. Like as the song was fading out, she would, she would be like, this is it. And she would run up and she would go, Alexa, play Macarena. <laughs> every single fucking song for and this was like an hour and it like didn't necessarily recognize her every time that but rules. finally it kicked in she just very she very uh clearly and slowly said alexa play macarena and then it goes now playing macarena by Los Del Rio or whoever played Macarena and they started fucking playing it by like the fifth or sixth time she started doing it. Everybody in the room would be like, no, 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 stop, stop. <laughs> and she still like, did like, it play, until I, I would, I would be like, yeah, yeah, stop it. Stop it. And then go over and be like, Alexa, play Macarena and just fucking watch <laughs> the world. burn. <laughs> just like fucking just, just crazy. I, I I love it. I love that. Uh, number one, th- she doesn't I'd have any so interest proud. in it. It was like, it w- yeah, I was. I totally was. It was purely like troll value. She oh, yeah. she did not. Uh, she's not like at home blasting the Macarena. She <laughs> somehow knew. She was like, this is going to do it. Like there's a bunch of fucking 30 year olds here. If I make it play the Macarena, they're going to be a like, lot. what the fuck? This sucks. A lot. <laughs> I'm only going to play the... It's so good. It was like... Um, what was I, the song I, that I kept putting? The Spanish Flea is also really good. Because if you do the Spanish oh. Flea... So the reason the Spanish Flea... By, by so Herb Alpert, right? Plays, yeah. 
And also, yeah. no one quite knows the song, so no one knows when it ends or begins. So <laughs> you'd hear it and you'd be like, okay, well, that's, that's that song's playing, I guess. Okay, it's cool. <laughs> you, you, you keep hearing it. After a while, after maybe three or four plays, you're like, wait, how long is this song? And then you'll realize it will slowly dawn on you, it's been playing for an hour. <laughs> and you've just like only heard the fucking Spanish flea. <laughs> just fucking in your ears, in your eyes, burning. It's the Spanish flea, never ending Spanish flea. And I did that at a friend's party once. Except it was like a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. And no one, I think like the guy who owned the place was drunk or and or having sex with someone. So he didn't really have time for such petty things as how do I turn off the Bluetooth speaker and why does it keep <laughs> playing the Spanish flea and how do I connect it to and and whose Bluetooth is this running off of and so on and so forth. So I just put the Spanish flea. I connected it to a laptop I found. I found it on YouTube and I left. <laughs> I left the house. <laughs> I went home and I only found out how long this went on because a friend was like, you know, the weirdest fucking thing happened at the party. I'm like, yeah, yeah, go on. He's like, yeah, we couldn't work out how to stop his uh, speaker from playing a, playing a Spanish flea. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's weird. And yeah, we threw it out the window. I'm like, what? <laughs> He's fucking threw it <laughs> after like apparently three hours at the fucking Spanish flea playing. They just yeeted that shit <laughs> from whence it came. He's fucking. This is in like Brooklyn, so it could have hit someone. <laughs> Just this fucking... Just a truly awful song. And ever since then, I mean, there's the classic, uh, the Tim Faust... There's the Tim Faust terrorism of playing the boys back in town, obviously. I've done that one a few right, times. Been at right. like the, Black, the Black Bear Diner, where they always have the, I, tune, the tune box, I think it's called. And I, yeah, uh, I will load up as many boys as I can get in the town as possible. Then I will leave. Usually, be when I'm finishing the check. <laughs> I've, I've been to the point to that the... we've got there. But seriously, yeah. we've got there, and the wife has gone. I fucking hear the boys back in town, man. I hear that fucking song. Come on. And then one time, someone else put it on. I was like, "It's not me, I swear." We had like an argument <laughs> in the Black Bear Diner. She was like, "I yeah. fucking told you." And I was like, seriously, yeah. check my phone, like showing her the records of tune play or whatever it's called. Like, she's like, okay, okay. And then the moment we were like clear of the restaurant, I put it on a lot because I hope that that person was still there and I wanted revenge. One of my dastardly yeah. revenge against them. Anyway, that's always fun. I never do it in like Denny's though, because you can do it in Denny's, but like those fuck, those poor fuckers are probably like, there's like their one is set up differently. So the Black Bear one, I think that they they actually are prepared for this kind of thing because I've seen them turn off the boys sometime. Denny's, yeah. 
Yeah. I watched a friend do it and it was very clear they had no way of changing it. That kills me. Like a Denny's at like fucking two in the morning. I've been working some oh, long shift of drunk people and like it's just like some like fucking boys are back in town playing. I did that once and I realized how bad it was. Cause like those people have like you work in a fucking Denny's in like San Leandro and like some goofball is playing the boys back in town 150 times. Oh, That's why yeah. I switch up yeah. for the crazy frog. Oh, oh shit. Ding, 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 crazy. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> crazy frog is crazy frog would be perfect for that. That is oh, so I've, much I, better. There's a, play, and the crazy frog. It's so bad. And the crazy frog, the, the crazy frog song is based off of Axel F, right? Axel F. By but there's a whole Harold album Faltermeyer. of Crazy Frog. Yeah, there's a the whole crazy, crazy the, frog album, though. It's like a crazy frog oh. anthology. So crazy frog at one time, I'm thinking 2005, 2006 ish. That was the number one ringtone, right? I think it was the first time I, I learned what irony was. People <laughs> would like listen to it and they'd be like, oh, I know it sucks, but it's good because it sucks. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? This is terrible. It's the worst song ever made. They're like, yeah, but it's funny because I... it's bad. I'm like, no. <laughs> it's first exposure I... to irony. I think uh, that was maybe the point where I realized that the world had gotten away from me. You know, do you? Do you... <laughs> I thought you were just going to say that the world sucks. The, oh yeah, no, problem. I kn no, that was suck. like it. <laughs> that's eternal no i've always always right uh the crazy frog just hearing that it was number one and whatever year it went to number one i think that was like just the breaking point where i was like okay well, president like, trump here. got in office two years ago huh? doesn't even make sense like i, I don't even know I'm here for the ride on the crazy frog. This was George Bush era, dude. Yeah. This was like... Uh, uh, like so... <laughs> but there's a whole album, man. There's a whole album of crazy frog shit. There's a cover of I'm like, going to go... Pop, pop, popcorn. Oh, God. It's basically uh, just the... And that's... No, that's one that really turns the madness gears in your head. Oh, I... Because I listen to original it and you... You feel like, yeah, the original popcorn fucking sucked as well. So you've just got like, beep, 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 ring, ding, ring, ding. Just like, you just feel your brain giving way. Just like. Can you imagine? So think about this. Like, think like, about like fucking being. Clockwork Orange. <laughs> With your eyes pulled open. Yeah, yeah. Think about, so Ed, think about. Uh, the guy, so some guy had to say the bring ding ding of crazy frog. Think about being the guy where <laughs> the guy's uh, walking Cheney. around and he's. <laughs> <laughs> Think is, about being the guy walking the around House. and you're like, I'm the crazy frog. <laughs> yeah, hey, do you think he has to like go and introduce himself around a neighborhood? Like a pedophile. Yeah, but it's hey, yeah, and hey, it's, uh, I'm the guy who voiced the crazy frog, and I was like spitting on him. No, I think people scum. would. People would love him. Here's it, and you know, here's <laughs> do, the thing: do that's the, really, do the voice. 
<laughs> Here's the thing that's funny is, uh, you know, uh, everybody online has this idea. Everybody, uh, you know, has this like long list of people they like, they don't like, they don't like dog race. They don't like whatever. And like, I'm yep, fine. I'm in tune with it. But, uh, also it's pronounced dog rotis. Dog rotis. Right. Right. Uh, so here's the thing is that, um, you know, everybody has haters Ed. I'm sure you yeah. have haters. I'm sure you have people out there Absolutely. that don't like you. I'm not trying to draw. I'm not trying to draw attention to it or make you think about it, but it's that, you know, you have no, haters. everyone. Knows. I'm sure don't I have worry. haters. I, I'm sure that I have haters out there somewhere. Somebody doesn't like that I'm like the guy and I've made stuff that's funny. They don't like what I've made or they don't like that I sell t-shirts yeah. or whatever. It, you know, it doesn't matter. It is what it is. Uh, but nobody has ever... Here's the thing with the crazy frog guy. Nobody has ever uh, been like rude to me in real life, this is what makes it obvious that like all the internet shit is just like fucking imaginary. It's like a fucking puff of smoke because, oh, okay. So I've had one guy that has ever been weird to me when I have met him in real life. Is this life. the one who just found on you and he just said your name? Uh, no. And that, uh, you know, I think that guy was just like a little awkward or whatever. And he was weird. Uh, right. no, I was getting, I was getting frozen yogurt sometime and some guy walked up right behind me and right behind my set, right behind my head real quietly. He goes crud bump. And I was like, yeah, yeah. What's up homie. <laughs> and then, but that guy was just like, that guy was just awkward. And like, then I talked to him yeah. and he seemed like, he seemed like he didn't know how to talk to people or whatever. And it's like, it's fine. I'm not offended by that because I understand, especially if you're young, uh, you know, you want to, you get this idea, you want to talk to people, whatever, and you don't necessarily uh, have your, your full toolbox of, you know, how do you communicate with people? How do you, you know, start a conversation, whatever. It's fine. It was weird, yeah. but it was fine. Um, one guy, uh, and this was a very long time ago. This was like 13, 14 years ago, something like that. Um, I was at this local event and it was weirdly, it was in this movie theater, right? right. Um, and you know, I live in Columbus, Ohio, so, uh, there's not like a ton of venues. There are not a ton of events, but it was in this movie theater and there was some kind of show. It was like an art show or something. People had their art out. They were selling it. I went to it so I could buy art. And um, some guy came up to me and he's like, hey, you're Drew. And I was like, yes. And he was like, do you work in an office? And at the time, I had not worked in an office in quite a while. Sure. Uh, in two or three years, you know, I had quit my job because – you know, I was doing all this stuff online. I started freelancing. I started doing all this different stuff. And I was like, no. And he looks at me and he goes, oh, well, I guess all of your comics about working in office were just a lie then. And he walks Jesus. away and I was like, <laughs> but that's the, that's uh, the only, that's the like one. like the one person who related to Dilbert. <laughs> that's the like one Like reading Dilbert being like, fuck yeah, man, I get it. 
Like the yeah. like he's the he like sincerely read Dilbert. He didn't think it was like a joke or anything. It's like, Fuck, this guy gets it. This guy's my, he really gets me. <laughs> Scott Adams is like he's a fucking genius, man. Oh, yeah, like if I if sucked. I oh. no, that's the that's the only guy who was ever like actually really weird or bad to me, like talking to me. And it was just, it, it was more confusing than anything. I feel like, yeah, uh, just dissonant. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And, uh, you know, uh, I've talked to a lot of people in, and it's funny. So it's really, uh, you know, that's some, that's some perspective when you talk, you know, if you're listening to this, if you talk to people online, you know, people will have these often they'll have these extreme reactions because people really, you know, the vast majority of people, when they're talking about things, they don't want to pull it apart and analyze it. They don't want to think about it. No. They don't want to talk critically about it. So they just want a way of living. Yeah. They just want to say, you know. Uh, when I was a kid, we would say yuck or yum. And, and you know, you would talk about different things you liked, you didn't like, and you would say yuck or yum. And it was like good or bad. And so it's yeah. like there's a list of things that are good or bad. And some people have me. Some people have Ed Zitron on the yuck list. Some people have us on the yum yeah. list. And it's there's really no critical thought. And like this guy I met at the movie theater once has got me on it's his yuck list. Steamed. <laughs> that's what that's the one thing that like there is I won't name the podcast, but there's apparently a podcast out there. I mentioned it to you in in private, in our private moments yeah. at one point. Yeah, yeah. Like we will not have Ed Zitron on this podcast. And it wasn't a PR podcast, because if it was, I'd be like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've suggested a purge-type scenario for my industry. Like, anyone who doesn't like me in my industry, I get it. But <coughs> this was like an internet podcast. You know, like, kind of like this one in the sense that it's just, hey, we're friends. We do internet. I talk about online. We talk into the sure. microphone, put it on the internet. Well, yeah, another of that. Nothing wrong with that. I, I admire and have been part of that. It's great. But apparently there was such a strong reaction to me, and I don't know what it is, and I never... And I've gotten better. I'm not perfect in any way, but I've gotten better at like not deliberately seeking out things like this. Like I have to know why he hates me so that I can sit there and <laughs> not say anything but be really upset about it for a period yeah. of time for no reason other than just seeking more knowledge of things that make me sad. But I really don't know why it, like why I upset them so much. And I still don't know. And I guess I'll never know. I think it was a degree of like, hey, look at him. He's all, there's his life. He's got money and such. Like, I think there's a degree of that. And I get that. Like, look, if you, I imagine it's like upsetting to see me associate with people who talk about socialism a lot. Like I'm, probably the enemy i don't fucking know i'm not smart enough to like have a position on anything but it is deeply weird to see someone have that visceral a reaction with me because it's like not even like what did i do just like uh sorry <laughs> like i i don't like i guess well, like it's, uh... you know and and ed i i think if 
somebody were to say, if somebody were to have a reaction about you and they were to have some very violently negative reaction uh, about sure. you, you know, bring them in front of you. Yeah, in front of you in in person. And, you know, I would guarantee you, I would absolutely 100% guarantee you, they would sit there and have like a really fucking pleasant conversation with you. Yeah, just because, you know, the nature of online is like people want to have these extremely negative opinions. So they have something to say. And when it comes down to it, I don't think... You know, uh, you know, you go around, you go around CES, you write about stuff, you write about brands, you write about products, whatever you write about gaming or games, you know, uh, you can agree or you can disagree. I mean, I mostly agree with what you write. Um, and I think it's fine. I think it's really reasonable. And if somebody disagrees, then it's like, well, the, the reasonable thing is to be like, okay, I don't, I'm not interested in this. I don't agree with this. I don't think this is coming from the right place, or I don't think the conclusion he came to is the same as mine, or maybe just like having some undefined negative feeling. Like I don't like this guy for some reason I can't put my finger on. And that is what it is. But then, you know, going ahead and, and trying to create some kind of, uh, some kind of reasoning that's like extreme. So then you can get a reaction from other people because all of this is just about socializing with other people and getting other people to react to what you say. Right. And 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 so like, I'm really not that important. Like, and the only reason they know who I am is because I was friends with the guy who did very popular political podcast, which they assume is, some sort of game for me. Like I have a big plan. I love that in general, like not related to me. Like anytime I see anyone be like, Oh, it's just part of the big plan. To do, it's no one is like that. Literally. No one has a big, there's not some, no, no one's like talented. Mr. Ripley. <laughs> it's not what people do. Like, it's just not, it's not a thing that happened. No one's got like a big fucking plan. I like people talk about people talk about like Trump having a big plan. That's one of my favorites just because like most people don't most people like, like you said, most people in person probably kind of pleasant, just fine. Just worst yeah, case scenario. Yeah, be absolutely. Like that, that's something yeah. that that is usually my most disappointing reaction to people in person. They're boring. And you're like, Oh, I was really looking forward to talking to you. And you weren't that way. You'd never say this to them. It'd be deeply unpleasant to say it, but you like in person they're like, oh, you're just kind of it's kind of dull. Oh well. <laughs> move on with your life and just it's fine. No one cares. Like, who gives a fuck? But online it's like, ah, there's very much like a us versus them, but also just like a you need something to be mad at. And I don't want to make yeah, this a repetitive yeah. of like the multiple why people on argue online, but it is a degree of People really do like having something to be mad at. Not just, yeah. I should be clear, not just like a political thing or like a like a restaurant they're mad at, I don't know. But they like being like, ah, this guy's this is the bad guy of the week. I fucking hate this guy today. He's bad. 
don't like him or I don't like her because, and then there are some very good reasons like hating Graham Linehan. Very reasonable. Fuck that guy. <laughs> He's a fucking transphobic piece of shit. Maybe the car will reverse that- and hit him. The car hit yeah, Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Bonk. Ah, oh, no. Your rear bumpers. It's Graham Linehan was back there. <laughs> getting mad. Getting mad at seeing someone talk about gender to their child. He's like, yeah, no, stop. I, a <laughs> so, man in my uh, what, 50s, 60s, must argue with you about gender and children. I'm so, a white uh, guy and I must argue. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just like the whole Graham Lenahan thing is just destroying my brain at the moment. Is it really? So, um, well, so he wrote some I, of my uh, favorite TV shows of all time. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, he follows me on Twitter. Great. And yes. I see what he's posting and I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, this you know, and awful. <laughs> this is like so, this awful um, man. Like, not even like kind of boring or like a shithead, like just a genuinely like malevolent person well yeah yeah and um you know i'll i'll be honest basically what happened was um i i saw he had retweeted me or he had tagged me or something and he yeah and uh he he followed me this was two or three years i guess it was three years ago because it was 2016 um and i actually dug into this very recently because what happened um was, uh, you know, I guess he had followed me. And then um, I was like, oh, this guy's like super popular, right? Like he's written yeah. on these TV shows. And I've seen the TV shows and they're like, they're good enough. They were good. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and he's posting and he's funny and whatever else. And so I followed on to him. And this was like three years ago. And, um, you know, I don't even know. It's been lost to time. My memory is Swiss cheese, right? Oh, so at here. some point, so at some left. point, I just yeah, yeah. So at some point, I I muted him. Either he was retweeting or he was tweeting too much or whatever. And then in the ensuing time period between, you know, I muted him, and it was like not even like at the time it was like not even. Uh, uh, anything bad i was just like i don't want to see anything from this guy he's just like typing too much much. yeah he's typing too much he's he's just like engaging too much and it's like too much in my mix of people like i want to see more of a mix of people whatever muted him um and then somebody tweets me and they're like why are you following this guy and i was like why are you asking like why are you asking me like why is it bad that i follow this guy and i click on him and i'm out and then I'm like, Ooh. what? And then I'm like, what the fuck? It's the standing like, in did- dog. Sh- it's the standing in dog shit of being online. Like you have no idea it happened. But someone's like, yeah, you got a bunch of dog shit on your shoe. You're like, oh no, I don't. Oh, it's the big shit. Yeah. So I. So obviously, someone had instantly- to explain it to me because I was like, he's he's. When, I think I even was like really just the worst. I was like, oh, he's the well-loved writer of some of my favorite shows. Just not realizing how fucking bad yeah. he got. Yeah. Because I think yeah. I might have muted him too because he was just talking. Right, right. 
And and then it's like, well, you know, I'll mute. I don't dislike you. You're just talking too much yeah. at the time. And then this <laughs> most people, if you follow, but you mute them, they don't end up like becoming some kind of uh, crusader against like young people. trans people, <laughs> just trans people. Just- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tra- trans people, particularly young people, right? And um, but then I, masking it as feminism, which is just, just well, and, on, just all of it is bad. And you know, personally, I I have in the past uh, done a fundraiser for a local LGBTQ, you know, uh, organization that does. HIV AIDS testing does, you know, hormones for people who are trans or whatever else does counseling does all this stuff. I'm obviously supportive of this. Um, and then somebody tagged the Trevor project every month for years. Like, like it's just, yeah. And, and then seeing this, I felt like also super sick inside. So I was like, I hope I never retweeted anything. Like I hope like somehow I didn't help this guy. And then the moment I said anything, it was the day he went totally insane and was like, yeah, my assistant is running this account now. <laughs> uh, which was just so, so fucking, just so fucking funny. But then he was like, yeah, Graham says to tell you, good luck on being an MRA. And I was like, okay, oh. well. I was like, well, that happened. <laughs> I'm like, just, okay. Have fun, have fun with your mental breakdown. See, well, that's, see you next uh, life, I guess. See you in heaven too. Man. When we both heaven too. <laughs> when we when we level up again and we, we <laughs> prestige the uh, skill trees we're on and we can start again. So um, there's two parts we can go at the end of this episode, but I think that I'm going to choose the one that's most recent. So Alexandria. Ocasio Cortez. Sorry, I'm fucking terrible on pronunciation. I don't want to fuck up that as much as I usually perfect. do. That's perfect. That's that's how you say it. That's perfect. But thank God. Um she went on a stream yesterday. This wonderful stream that was like playing Bonky Kong for like 24 hours straight and raised like 400 uh, 400,000 for uh, mermaids, I think, which is trans rights. I'm yeah. honestly not sure. Yeah. I yeah. should know. I feel bad not knowing, but it is nevertheless. Uh, it is a it's a charity for young trans people. Yeah, it's awesome. Such a good cause, and she called in, which is great. One thing I didn't love, by the way, maybe this is me misunderstanding how long she was on, but everyone was like, "Yeah, AOC raises money for it." It's like, oh, cool. Not the people who fucking spent. A hundred million hours playing Bonky Kong, but nevertheless, she called him, which was great, and it's great, and I think it's wonderful she's doing these things that are actually connecting with people, like real people who are doing really cool things as well. It's genuinely like a lovely moment, but don't worry, that moment got ruined. Well, not the moment itself. Yes, the fact that she, there of is course. no erasure of, of what she did and how wonderful it is. I'm fuck. I fucking love it. It's so good. It's like one of those independently pure things until. I searched on Twitter that morning because, oh my God, she said like once, like, ah, N64 is the best gaming console, which I don't agree with, but also who fucking cares? 
The answer right, to that right. question is a lot of people can. So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I don't know who was worse. Whether it was the guy, the really boring guys are like, ah, well, um, miss, uh, actually, and there was the actually, guy who like actually, corrected her, yeah. um. Is like, just a quick note, N64 is absolutely not the best system, not even close. It lacked a library, basic functionality, DK64 required an expansion pack, the controllers were a disaster, and it suffered from lackluster third-party support. You don't have to be a hipster to be relatable. <laughs> just like, that fucking sucks about and, and furthermore... But, <laughs> uh, the dictionary defines N64 as... Uh, but sh- that wasn't to me worse than the droves of like guy like subtly horny guys who were like i knew she was great before but she's just like me she likes n64 too and it was weird because it was there was a lot of guys tweeting like she's just like me and then it's just really oh my god so many guys just tweeting at her being like come on my stream which i mean obviously was gonna happen but the ones who were like yeah I love I love that you like N sixty four too, just like me. And it's just oh god, <laughs> oh god, like it it, it it like chilled my blood. It just and of course, like I talk about not deliberately seeking out pain. Yeah, kind of did this morning because I was just like searching <laughs> like AOC is actually starting to frighten me with how many unrelated interests of mine she somehow manages to encapsulate from actually important political stances to standing the n64 that one's really like that's kind of sinister that's like erotomania you know the the whole thing of like an imagined romantic relationship that's getting there oh yeah it's in the zip code it's in the zip code of weird and there was the guy who said after you revealed your love of the n64 my biggest question is what character is your go-to for goldeneye now am i now analysis of horny people generally these are not true questions the guy does not care he wants attention from the woman he is horny for now the counterculture counterculture is the wrong word the counter reaction of this is going to be like when these guys don't get attention from her and just start turning because there's going to be like oh yeah when they don't get what they want like it's super weird but it's it goes i really wish i could remember because i've referenced this this uh, reference this recently where it was someone a woman recently wrote it was like men think they're owed something online by woman and it's absolutely that here it's like and yeah people could say oh well you just it's just as harmless as asking uh, a celebrity their favorite fucking food or yuck or good or what have you or what have you it's not though there is something very specific here with the way that some guys talk to when they believe they are owed an answer to some innocuous question, which they're really not. Like, like she doesn't have to tell you what GoldenEye character she played. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not that trusting of people, which is 100% true, by the way. Deeply. No, and, and that's... I deeply distrust abs- people. But this is just... It's it- creepy. Ugh. I think uh I think there's no way that uh gamers let's just say gamers because you know yeah. uh, a lot you know if you go out and you look at 40 to 50 year old men 
right? We're talking yes. about Generation X men. We're not talking about boomers or millennials who are largely the same way. Go look at 40 to 50-year-old men, right? And and yeah. ask them about female politicians, and they're all going to basically judge them on superficial qualities, right? Yes. And it's just a matter of... Uh, you know, uh, uh, when it comes down to it, for me, when I think about this shit, I think about, okay, when did the Renaissance happen? Right? Uh, the the Renaissance. When we started, when artists started drawing perspective in paintings and drawings and so forth, late 1400s, early 1500s, something like that. I don't know off the top of my head. I I'm did not, not even have a ballpark, uh, so... I'm not a you. great historian. I'm I'm certainly not an art historian, but uh, basically before then, nobody had an idea of even how to depict anything in three dimensions or in perspective in a realistic right. fashion until they started saying, hey, let's paint things so that when you look at the painting, it looks like something that exists it in reality. Like, it looks like it's real. This. It looks like it's real, exactly. 500 years ago, and, and you know, uh, there was a painter, Vermeer. I think he was a Dutch painter, and he was like, you know, the original painter of light or whatever, and all the shit he painted looked super real, and um, this was like 500 years ago, something like that, and people haven't evolved since then, okay? People used to eat... They used to have a board and they would all balance the board on everybody's laps and they would eat off the board and they would eat. They didn't have a fork. They would eat with a knife or they would eat with two knives and they would be sticking these sharp knives in their mouths and trying right. to cut their food up with two sharp knives. We anyway, the core of the argument I have here is that we haven't evolved there have no. been not enough generations and not enough natural selection so that people have evolved. We're still really fucking stupid as yes. a species, as individuals. Ed, me and you are pretty fucking dumb when oh, you absolutely. think about, when you think about like, what are all the ways that we could like deny our, our worst impulses, what are all the ways that we could, you know, use logic and use, you know, this huge brain power that people supposedly have? What, what could we accomplish if we really took conscious control of our lives? And at the end of the day, we can't really. And so no. I think that's why people are, that's why people really cannot get over the fact that, okay, there's a candidate or, or there's there's a, a congressperson who is young. She's not 30 years old. She's 27 or 28, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And people really can't get past the fact that, okay, she's this young woman, and I like want to relate to her, and they can't get past being horny for a woman who is like roughly their age. There's just no, there's just no honestly, way that the majority... I get it. You're horny. You're horny. You see something you're attracted to. You're like, ah, I want to have sex with that. Like, whatever. Like, those, the horny impulses. I personally lopped my dick off many years ago and never got it reattached. So, but I, 
So these you see the thing like keep it to your fucking self. That's the thing. And I know it's super judgmental, which I constantly, constantly, constantly having to defend myself against because I am extremely judgmental. But I'm just assuming here these guys on there is maybe it's just my experience of guys online, but there is no just fucking innocent question like that. I just don't see it anymore. There's just a way about the way the question is being asked. Like, oh, now that I know that, what's your best golden egg? I just don't believe it's like a like an innocent question. I don't know what it is about the, the positioning or what have you. It's somewhere between horniness and hero worship for them, I'm guessing. And it just confuses me why I'm so het up about it. Maybe it's the fact that it's like these people assume they're important enough to get a response. Like, I'm not important enough to get a response. Like, who fucking yeah, cares I mean, about me? I'm, I'm just, I, I could die yeah. tomorrow and like, you know what? A decent amount of people online would mourn for like three or four hours and like get on with whatever the fuck else they're doing. Like, let's be real here. And I wouldn't get a response. I also wouldn't ask. I don't think I'm... Even if I was interested in such a thing, I don't think... Why would I be owed that? Why, like... Well, I think... Just I some, think it's a maybe it's just like, that I don't see myself in a position where I'd ask a random woman who has had no association with me at all yeah, what she thinks yeah. of something. And that's not me being woke or anything. I just... I'm not... My brain don't work good enough to actually plan stuff in general, but definitely not well enough to like do performative wokeness. <laughs> just, just I, I mean, that. I I think there's there's uh you know if if you were to go online, you were to ask a senator something, you would uh uh you know if I were to ask uh shit who's my senator if I were to ask Bob Crouch. First off, if I were to ask Rob Portman something, he would never fucking respond. No. Right? He's like this guy. And and I think the thought process is like, oh, well, he's got things to do. He's busy. And now, Rob Portman is the Republican senator from Ohio. Sherrod Brown is the Democratic senator from Ohio. And if I, if I were to ask Sherrod Brown, hey, what is your favorite when you play Super Mario 2? Do you pick Mario, Luigi, Toad, or Peach? And if I didn't get a response, I'd be like, well, you know, it's a trivial question. I'm asking a guy who has a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. And at the same time, I think in the gamer's mind, I think if you were to ask AOC, if you were to say, hey, um, you know, if you... I, I don't know if you play Mario Kart or you like Bowser or you playing you the Goldeneye? villager from Animal Crossing or right, right. Or Goldeneye, Goldeneye. Right. And the actual uh, question, the guy asked that, as well, do you play right, as a right, job exactly. or whatever? Is he in it? And, and so you're not going to get your, so of course he's not going to get an answer because, uh, she has a job and she's busy. She also has like 7,000 other guys, it, with the same fucking picture of them in front of a bush from their job right, right. working HR for Toilet Magazine. Like, <laughs> and, like and, you know, uh, and, and it's rough. And here's a really rough thing um, is that somebody defining themselves as being a gamer 
is basically saying like, I am basically every person that exists because uh, a person she didn't that even do that. That's the crazy saying, thing. She didn't even say yeah. she was a gamer. I think she literally said, "No, eh, no." The NC, like she was like, "Trans rights are human rights, or something like that," which is great and awesome. Right, right. I fucking love yeah. also that someone's just saying these words. It's just wonderful. That, yeah, that alone is like gives me some hope. But she was like, "Ah, the N sixty four was the best console." I don't even think she was saying she was a gamer. I think she was like, "Ah, yeah, I played it around a friend's house." And this yeah. immediately yeah. just like they were obviously the ones who just predicted people like bah, I'm not a real gamer. I've I played every video game, Pong, Pong Two, <laughs> Pong Three, and like named every game like an angry tirade. But it's it, there is something about like the whole give me an answer thing. If it was a maybe it's also the. If it was a male congressperson and they did this, I don't even know who's fucking like if fucking Bernie went on. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah I play, I play Animal Crossing. I think Tom Nook's a crook or whatever. Like, yeah, there you go. Yeah, an uptick in like MAGA guys being like, fuck you, Bernie, like burning their copy of oh, Animal so- Crossing, but. No, and you're totally, and you're totally right. But I don't think he'd get the same amount of guys being like, "Hey, what was your favorite plant in Stardew Valley?" I don't think they would feel owed as much. No, I don't. I don't think they would. And and nobody is going to respond to Bernie and say, "Hey," with like the five whys. I not like the horny. Did that because hey. it's all like <laughs> it's all good good boys. Yeah, yeah. Capital yeah. G, capital B. It's all like good guys who would yeah. never say something sexist except in a DM. Right. Or like they'd never be creepy unless they thought they had a chance, and then they'd be creepy, and then they'd claim that they were being flirted with. A lot of well, those guys, he, he, a lot of those guys got done for a while and then it stopped happening. Well, you know, you want to know what's funny is um, Alexandria Cortez got elected back in November. And yeah. uh, I have seen a lot of quote unquote ironic people messaging like weird and gross things to her. And, um, and you know, I don't even go looking for it. I, I certainly, I don't follow anybody who's like, yeah, I, I don't follow anybody who's like heavy irony. People who believe that like irony is real and you can just be ironically sexist because sexism isn't real. This is what some people actually believe by the way. But, um, I have seen multiple people posting screenshots of them uh, direct messaging AOC and being like, hey, and the joke is that I I guess the joke is that you're supposed to know from the context that they're not like horny boys, right? But obviously yeah. uh, there there really is no context and they're just basically harassing a congresswoman just for the fact that she's a woman. And I think that I am good way to wrap up the episode on a light note. 
Uh, no, I think that there yeah. is going to be <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, no, I think that what worries me is I think there's going to be a backlash. And someone quote tweeted me earlier saying, "Oh, the AOC backlash has begin has begun because I'm calling out like a sweetie guy." And I don't mean yeah. a pure sweetie. Yeah. It goes like, "Sweetie baby, I love you." AOC rule my district in my sex dungeon. Like those guys are disgusting, but also like. They're just there, like it's very obvious. I think that she's going to do more of this stuff, which is good. And you're going to see more of these guys just get fucking steamed when she doesn't speak to them. Oh, yeah. And you're going to see like a little, like probably not a huge amount of guys who are going to be like, yeah, she doesn't, she hasn't, she's not really, she did this whole thing at the beginning. Oh, this is exactly how it's going to go down. She did this whole thing at the beginning where she'd like go on people's streams. She'd go on people's streams and she'd talk about games and such. And then the the man got her. She she became part of the system. (laughs) And what they will claim to mean by that is that she became like a congresswoman, which is who fucking cares? She she also like, she can still do this stuff. But the undercurrent of that is going to be she didn't, like dm me back or she didn't message me back about which like i don't know which fucking smash brothers character she plays or she didn't play into my weird little fantasy i had where a member of congress likes me or something like that or like <laughs> a, a woman i find yeah. attractive likes me and he's also online and I think there is going to be this fetishization now. And Brandy, Brandy Jensen, I think, made a tweet that is completely true. I think it was like she said, one day AOC is going to say she likes anime and the entire internet's going to break. And it's just this site will be unusable for an entire day. And she's completely right. And I think this is like a preview. And I think oh, yeah. the next one yeah. is going to be, it's probably not anime, probably not, but. It's going to be, she's going to like fucking say she listens to Come Town or something like that. Or like she listened to Chapo or something. Or it's it needs to be something wider than that, though. So I need to get back to you on what pathology is going to poison everyone. But it's going to be something very general. Or she's going to take a side on something that deep down these guys don't like. Oh, and it's going to yeah. be, oh, yeah. it's going to be brutal. I love this because I'm just like, I just, I, I think it's after being sick and finally being able to work again, I'm like grateful to have something to do that isn't Twitter. I still like it. I still enjoy it, but yeah. I'm like happy to not have nothing, just be seeking things like that. Eh. Yeah. You know how it goes. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, we're going to wrap this up, Ed. I'm going to tell you, uh, lately, I've been into uh, pottery. Hell yeah, man! Pottery. I I've what been you in. I've been into uh, making pottery. I'm I'm terrible at it. No, it's great. Uh, for for anybody, listen and and we'll wrap this up. Uh, you know, we've been talking about how bad the internet is, how bad society is, all this. I'm going to tell you guys. This is this is like a cheat code. Uh, you need to go and you need to watch people making pottery on a pottery wheel. It's called throwing, right? 
And uh, basically the idea is you get clay, you get this lump of clay, which essentially is dirt. You could go outside in the Midwest or in many parts yeah. of the country and dig clay out of the ground, whether it's from a stream or a creek or whatever. Um, and you can put it on this wheel and this wheel rotates and you just basically fucking squish your hands on it and you make uh, and you make a pot or, or a mug or whatever else out of it. Uh, really great to watch. You don't have to have any equipment. You don't have to have anything. Just watch some people make this stuff. It's absolutely hypnotic. So for the past two or three months, I've been watching this stuff before I go to sleep. It's right. people throwing pottery. Yeah, my and, mother did that for like her whole life. Really? It happens to be really? something I, yeah, she has a kiln and everything. Oh, wow. That's, that's fucking sweet. Yeah. So, so, uh, we got a little, we got a cheap little wheel and a little kiln and everything. And, uh, I have been doing it. I'm terrible at it. It is so super fun. And it is just like, you know, uh, when I first started weightlifting, I'd read this stuff about Henry Rollins and he said, look, it's just you and the iron. And this is absolutely the same, except it's just you in the fucking clay. Yeah. Right. And, and. Now we have this bounty of videos we can watch for free on YouTube of people making this stuff in clay. And it is so hypnotic. It's so calming. Uh, if you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen people throw pottery, go online and watch, you know, dig around. It takes you five minutes to dig up ceramic arts daily or whatever and dig up and watch people. Uh, throwing pottery on a wheel, it is it is absolutely contemplative uh, and, and calming. And it's a great way, just like anything else you do that doesn't involve people hating you or people hating anybody else. It's a great way to take your mind off of uh, everything that's going on in life. And uh, I I highly recommend it. And uh, uh, if you haven't done it, Ed, the next time you're the next time you're hanging out with your mom and she has that stuff, I've, uh, ask I've her done if it she'll so show much. you how to do it. It's this is now a pottery really? pottery podcast. <laughs> it's a podcast, right? Right. Podcast. No, you should absolutely, absolutely. All right, we need to wrap and, it up, uh, otherwise we will talk pottery for another hour. We will absolutely listen. Thank you guys so much for listening. Look, Google Ceramic Arts Daily. Google uh, uh, throwing pots, throwing a mug, throwing a bowl. Uh, you'll love it. You'll thank me, all 14 of you. Again, uh, I'm Drew, and uh, this is Ed Zitron. And thank you again for listening to Fuck the Future. Goodbye. <laughs>